1: It's we're stampeding into the final weekend of this NFL season, and Mickey Spagnola has just the cap on for the Stampede fight song from the 60s. You've got the cowboy riding the horse logo from the 60s on
2: your cap, And I thought it would be only appropriate to wear it today when we played the song, right? Uh, Cowboy Joe. Cowboy Joe, that's right. It's on the logo that used to be for the Dallas Cowboys (laughs) before they changed it. And if anybody's been paying attention, the coaching staff on the sideline of late, when they've been wearing these sweatshirts, they got the huge Cowboy Joe logo on the front of that sweatshirt.
1: Cowboy Joe
2: making a comeback. And these are hard to find. Because the first time I went to the pro shop, they didn't have one in my size. And then I went back right before Christmas and they had one. So I said, okay, for old time's sake, I'm going to buy it. I don't know how much I'll wear it, but I'm buying one. So I have the logo
1: all right so there you go so it's friday we are set for washington the man who wrote the book on the rivalry let's go dallas versus washington here inside the swbc podcast studio and uh, we have an empty seat to my right over here everson walls and i just can't recall he said there was some point that he was not going to be able to be here and maybe we have reached that point we had a real
2: confusing (laughs) conversation on what he had to do and when he had to do it and he's
1: involved in one of these college showcase events. Yes. Yes. Uh, like the All Star events. He's coaching. He's coaching, yeah. and uh, we can't remember exactly. And he
2: said something about, yeah, one of the practices, but I think I can call mm-hmm. it. I, Thought he was talking about next week, but maybe... Uh, Who knows? Maybe that's
1: why he's not here. So,
2: anyway. Anyway, we'll try to shuffle along and see how well we can do getting you ready for a game that used to be a rivalry. And I bet if you did a survey in both locker rooms, you wouldn't find a dozen guys that knew that this was a big rivalry back in the day.
1: Outside of the fact it is a division game. Yes. But uh, they don't understand uh, the... Uh, magnitude of the rivalry going back, really to the, the Clint Longley days. Yeah. The bit, the bitterness, right? The bitterness. <laughs> the that George Allen there. coached the Washington emotion. teams from the seventies. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, and I not...
2: and I and I'm going to put a sign up in the window. We are Why is that? Because
1: we have tours. To pull back the curtain here, there's a window behind Mickey, and And uh, the tours come through, and there's a loudspeaker, and they can listen to us as they walk by. We just had a group that just passed by. And it doesn't matter how many times I tell them
2: that we are DallasCowboys.com. They come by and say, and that's where 105.3
1: The Fan does their (laughs)
2: broadcasts.
1: Well, they do it here, too, but they're just not here.
2: Ever, except
1: during the draft. (laughs)
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Like uh, once a year,
1: maybe? Once a year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This
2: is where they do the broadcast. Uh, Once a year. I'm going to put a sign up. We are. (laughs) Well, you should. We should. Uh, Okay. Remember when you were in high school, they would say, we are, and whatever the name Uh of high school was, right? Yeah.
1: All right. Um, So I know more important things. The most important thing is DeMar Hamlin. And uh, this is uh, already a a victory weekend, as if you haven't caught the news today, DeMar Hamlin uh, has – uh, improved to the point that he was able to FaceTime in to the Bills team meeting today, and the Bills players were able to uh, stand up and cheer for him as they uh, made the connection with him. And uh, I think he, he uh, flexed his muscles for him, and he was able to tell him, I love you. And, yeah. and just an unbelievable uh, moment for the Buffalo. Uh, you
2: know, if they were crying when this happened, they were bawling their eyes out today. Oh, man. Guaranteed. I
1: got uh, – I was listening to uh, the uh, Sean McDermott press conference driving in, and I, I, I get goosebumps just right. just talking about it here. I mean, what a moment that is. Uh, and, and what a job done by everyone involved in the medical uh, staff, the training trainers for the Bills, the Bengals, the staff on, on site there in Cincinnati and at the hospital and so forth. I mean, this is yeah. a, a man who has come back to life they brought him back from to life and i mean it's just a unbelievable story and, and the
2: doctors were and, right on yesterday when they did the press conference and um they were talking about what whatever reaction demar had and they said one of the things he wrote on the on the uh, on the piece of paper where they were discussing with him uh, his first question was did we win and their answer was You won. Mm -hmm. You won in the game of life. And I was like, I'm going to start crying right now just, you know, thinking. But they're right. I mean, he won. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unbelievable job by those folks. Uh, They're the ones that should get a standing ovation, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm sure at some point they will all be recognized, everybody that had a hand Uh, in preserving his life Uh, and the fact that he was FaceTiming with them today. And I learned a new word because we know about um, incubated. Uh Well, he was excubated. When they take it out, that's what the term is. intubated, and intubated, and extubated. extubated. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and I've always Which is also a great sign. That means the lungs are working on their own. finally. Because yeah.
2: yesterday they said it was at like fifty percent, but they needed to make sure that it was for sure that they didn't want to have to do it again, like take it out and have to put it back in. So, uh, yeah, just a minor miracle that uh, he's able to. Uh, Talk with his team at this point. And I guess maybe at some point come home, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean he's I, I'm, still not sure. I'm not sure what the timeline would be yeah. on that, but uh, I or, mean, or how he gets home. Yeah. But
2: well, Cincinnati to Buffalo, that's still a pretty long yeah, uh, drive.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how that works, but yeah. uh, it's just uh, uh, such a great story. And uh, so he's, he's my comeback player of the year. <laughs> that's We are we talking guys, about Brian,
2: Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson, Everson yeah,
1: uh, yeah. nominated him as a comeback player yeah, of the year. That's yeah. got to be the next
2: year. <laughs> it? That's right. Uh, yeah, for now. Well, they just, the NFLPA just named him the uh, community, uh, they have a national community player of the week, and they named him that mm-hmm. this week for. Um, you know, whatever, however, everybody responded to his uh, charity, yeah, uh, which was, yeah, pretty cool. Yep. So, yeah, uh, just, just a heartwarming story.
1: Well, uh, as far as the uh, Cowboys are concerned, taking on this Washington team, and uh, we'll get into that over the course of the next uh, forty minutes or so here, and I know that. Uh, the NFL, in regards to the Hamlin situation and the Bills game against the Bengals, they made the announcement yesterday that uh, the game will not be resumed. And there's a meeting going on that just probably just, just started. Jerry said I, yeah. it
2: was supposed to start as uh, soon as he got off the rate. Well, it, 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 it might an be hour ago. He re- said 11. Yeah, 11-hour time
1: as they are uh, voting on what to do about the playoff ramifications. Okay. So, uh, and you got the list in front of you. So what they were voting on
2: yesterday or whatever day C.D. Lamb uh, spoke when somebody asked him about the scenarios of uh, the playoffs. And he said, them damn things stress me out. Right. (laughs) So I've got the list here. I started reading all the different things that they're supposed to vote on. And I thought I was back in high school physics class that when I, every day I left, I had a headache because I didn't understand physics. I thought I was going to be like a scientist, right? I love science. I used to uh, participate in science fairs and things like that and you know, make a project or whatever. I started reading this stuff, and it was like, okay, you're going to have to help me. It's way too complicated. And when I got to the last one, Just let me read this to you. It says here, In what scenario would the home team in a Bengals-Ravens playoff game be determined by a coin flip? The Baltimore Ravens defeat the Cincinnati Bengals in Week 18, and the Ravens end up as the number six seed in the playoffs. However that scenario works out. In this scenario, the Bengals, as the AFC North champions, would hold the number three seed and would be scheduled to face the six-seeded Ravens during Super Wild Card Weekend. The Ravens will have beaten the Bengals twice, but will still have a lower winning percentage because the Bengals will have only played 16 games while the Ravens have played 17 games. To try to solve this inequity, A coin flip would determine which team has hold field advantage. In the event the Ravens win the coin toss and host the Bengals, Cincinnati would still have the number three seed, and the Ravens would have the number six seed. How do they come up with all this (sighs) stuff? The Ravens only end up as the number 6 seed in the scenario if the Chargers also beat the Broncos in week 18. The Chargers would be the number
1: 5 seed. Okay, okay. I and then they went through all of the possibilities. Yes. Yeah, okay. By the way, it's official now. Okay. NFL voters officially voted in the last hour here in favor of modifying the playoff structure to account for the tiebreaker situation that could arise depending on the outcome of Sunday's games. All right, you got so it. Do you, want, you want to briefly? <laughs> <laughs> I got. I
2: got. I got.
1: Give the highlights according on. According to NFL
2: research, and I think this is what they were planning. It says the Bengals have clinched the AFC North. Ravens cannot win the division. Okay. The Bengals can no longer obtain the AFC's number one seed and first round bye. The Chiefs clinch the number one seed with a win at the Raiders or a Bills loss versus the Patriots. The Bills clinch the number one seed with a win versus the Patriots and a Chiefs loss at the Raiders. Okay, that makes sense. The Bengals will finish as the number two seed with a win versus the Ravens and a Bills loss to the Patriots. In any other scenario, the Bengals will earn the number three seed. So did they vote on this is exactly what they're going to do and go on winning percentages?
1: Uh, apparently, whatever the resolution was, they approved the resolution. So whatever you're reading there has okay. been approved now. Uh, briefly here in scenario number one, just to, uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, if they both win or both tie this weekend, a Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Okay, that's scenario number one. Scenario number two, if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, Baltimore wins or ties. A Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral side. That's the same okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's so there, it, it's a neutral side if it's Buffalo versus Kansas City and. If um,
2: so, the neutral site will have to be at a stadium that.
1: If does Baltimore, not... if Baltimore defeats Cincinnati, and if those two clubs are scheduled to play a wild card game against one another, the site for that game would be determined by a coin toss. People in Cincinnati are upset. I would imagine. Yeah. So the, the because they because winning percentage wise they have a better record than what Baltimore would have even if they lose to Baltimore right. and Baltimore has the has a head to head tiebreaker well they're not tied because if you go by winning percentage Cincinnati has the higher winning percentage. so just because the, they didn't play that one game because, because they didn't play the one game so, against Buffalo so
2: the team that wins the coin flip and they're going to find a neutral site do they get to pick
1: the neutral site.
0: No, the coin flip is for home and away, I believe.
1: Yeah, for for Baltimore Cincinnati, the, the site for that home. game would be determined by a coin toss. Oh, if oh, Cincinnati oh. wins, um, anyway, the
0: the Buffalo Kansas City deal is the neutral site because Buffalo beat Kansas City, and if they would have won this weekend against, excuse me, they would Buffalo win the- Buffalo beat uh, yeah Buffalo beat Kansas City right. if they would have beat. Cincinnati this weekend, they would have had the number one seed in home field advantage.
2: So they're saying that game, if it happens that way, would be in a neutral site? Correct. Yep. Because of that, the extra game they did not play. Who picks, who picks the neutral site? The NFL? The, the NFL. The league.
1: Yeah,
0: some of the some of the scenarios. That's, that's a long the, way between scenari- Kansas City and Buffalo. Well, no, but the scenarios were kind of like Indianapolis or like Detroit. It's got to be indoors, right? It, it, indoors. It's not, probably it's not
1: Detroit because Detroit is is, take, is redoing their field. Okay, so, so
0: Indianapolis probably. Yeah, but right. they're also and they still talking have about a chance
1: to. There's all, they're also talk being outdoor teams that they might even select an outdoor stadium just because they're. Their teams are built to play like out. Cleveland or whatever. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. So, anyway, but someplace easy to get to. Regardless, that's what they're doing with that, which is different than what we had proposed earlier this week. Yeah. Which right. was just, just go by, just the, go by the winning percentage. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, they
2: had a better computer
1: than we did. <laughs> played, well, the they, one thing they could not do. Was they could not resume the game. Yeah. That was impractical. Right. If you're going to delay playoffs and stuff like that, it just wasn't going to happen. All right. uh, Let's dive into Dallas versus Washington when we come back on Mixed Shots in just a moment.
3: The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
0: We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey. Oh.
1: And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
3: Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
0: Back, back, back to Mick Shots.
2: K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys, from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214 225 4860. Go to kpostroofing.no No, go to kpostcompany.com.
1: All right. Um, Dallas versus Washington, the Cowboys and the Commanders. It is a 325 kickoff on uh, Sunday. And the scenario that the Cowboys fans need to be concerned with on Sunday Cowboys win, Giants beat the Eagles. We'll take it a step farther. Cardinals beat the Niners. There's your dream weekend, right? Exactly. You may have taken it one step beyond <laughs> our imagination, uh, but you're exactly if right. If that happens, if that happens, the Cowboys not only win the division, have home field advantage, but also a first round bye, thanks to the Cardinals. And who are they starting at quarterback? David Blau. David or are Blau. Or they go to their Carrollton Creek View? That's right. Yeah,
2: he's so been we're there. not holding out hope I think for he's been that there. one. I think this is the third week he's been there.
1: But strange, hey, stranger things have happened. I can't NFL. think of one right off the top of my that head. That but... is
2: why you play the game, mm-hmm. right? That is why you play to beat Washington and not say, "Oh, we got to have rest." You know what? You've had ten days, um, and and think about this: if they had gotten, if they had got the bye, they would have another week. of of rest, if you rested this week, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so uh, I think that their attitude, uh, the players have said it. Mike McCarthy said it. Uh, we're going to Washington to take care of our business. And Dak said, "In you know, we can't worry about what's happening up north." I don't know what he meant by up north, but I guess Philadelphia and the Giants is up north and out west. <laughs> uh, but I just think that's the way you got to play it. I don't think you can sit there and, and say, no, no, we are n- have no interest in winning the game. Now, the other question that's come up, Bill, is, so are you going to be watching the scoreboard, and if one of the teams is, you know, if the Eagles are blowing out the Giants, then do you pull your guys out of the game? Uh, and, um, you know, Jerry um, was was talking about that, and he said... We're not looking at scores of other games. You just don't do that. And uh, McCarthy at least said, well, we got a lot of coaches uh, at the game that can keep track of what's going on up there. And it'll be interesting to see if Jalen Hurts uh, is ready to play. Now, everything they're saying up there is that, you know, he's looking better, but Sirianni always qualifies it and says, and we'll see we got to see what happens on friday in practice
1: if he's good to go you would think he's going to play yes. even from the standpoint of even if they did not have any uh, playoff ramifications from it even if it were, their fate was already sealed let's say they win the game all right he did not play against dallas Two weeks ago. He right. did not play last week. Okay. Right. He wouldn't play this week. And then they would get the first round by next week. And, and he so, wouldn't play again. Right. And so it would be five weeks in between the last time he played in a game, which was against Chicago, and whatever their first playoff game is. And so I think he, he could use just the, the work.
2: So what they're doing kind of reflects what the Cowboys are doing now with Leighton Vanderesh? That who they think is going to be ready for the playoffs. But he's practicing this week, not, not in any physical. But uh, McCarthy said we'll see how he does in 7-on-7 seven seven on Saturday. Uh, yesterday when they were in pads, uh, he, he was out there, but he didn't take part of any team stuff. Uh, but they wanted to get him back in, in rhythm, back, you know, he's the play caller and start doing all those things. Uh, so maybe they're doing that. What hurts, you know? They're showing that okay in warmups he's throwing the ball, and um, but what they can't what they can't uh, uh, simulate is what happens when he gets hit. You know what happens when he falls on that shoulder, uh, and so you know you may be able to throw the ball, um, but again, do you really want to risk that uh, this week? If you're kind of, mm, I don't know. So that's going to be a big decision for them. And that's why the head coach gets paid the big bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, there's the scenario yeah. for the Cowboys uh, to be looking at. and Pretty uh, simple, too
2: we could have explained it to cd you know he was it would have been it games. would have
1: been nice if the raiders would have taken care of some business yes. last week and beaten the Niners when they had an opportunity and then you'd really be looking at it, it would be very simple yes i mean and how to to have you home win, field they advantage. Lose I mean and, and, to have the first round bye would yeah. be and and home field advantage would so be they're still going to kick themselves in
2: the butt for losing that season opener the way they did 19 to three- mm-hmm. to a Tampa Bay team are they eight and eight right now
1: they're right at that yeah we're going we're gonna have a feeling we're gonna be talking about them yes. a lot next week yes yes <laughs> uh and maybe we'll find by, out by virtue of that game they have to beat Tampa Bay now on the road on the road to get to it was home
2: to open the season and you didn't score a touchdown after leading the NFL last year in points scored and you were the number one offense but
1: And as we kind of reflect back on this season, what happened at the end of that game, Dak Prescott getting hurt, as it turns out, set a tone for this season as Cooper Rush was next man up. Right. And then what he did the next five games put them in a position to be where they are now. Without him. They may mm-hmm. not be sitting here. Or we might not be. Yeah, we'd be in, uh, we'd be sitting there, talking, doing Washington right podcast right now. Which or, is what about next year?
2: Or or they'd be you know vying for the number seven seed or something like that. Could he, very well be in this. The he position. won four games. Mm-hmm. If they don't win those four games, you know they're they're in jeopardy of being a wild card team and you know having to go down to the last game with the Giants probably. Uh, to see, uh, you know, who gets in, they would be in that three-team scenario of Green Bay, Detroit, and Seattle that they're all in right now.
1: Well, and to compare it to Washington. Washington started the season one and four. Yeah. The Cowboys were looking at one and four basically. Because
2: who were they playing the next week? Cincinnati. Everybody had them losing that day. That's Everybody right. had the. And Cowboys then they were going at the team.
1: Giants, and then the Giants turned out to be a playoff team. Right. Okay, they won that game. And then 2
2: weeks after that they were having to play the defending Super Bowl yeah. champion. Well, there
1: and in between it was a game against Washington, yeah. a win. And and then it was the at the Rams. Yeah. And then at Philadelphia. So they were looking at
2: mm, what maybe 1 and 4, 2 and
1: and turns out they won all four of those games and uh, four and one going to Philadelphia, Yep, which was the polar opposite of what Washington was at that point in the season, one and four. Now Washington got it back together the next seven games. They won six of their next seven. But here lately, uh, they've lost uh, three straight and had a tie right before that, which put them out of the playoffs. So Cooper
2: Rush, MVP.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then what the Cowboys have done since Dak came back has been pretty remarkable offensively. Yeah. No,
2: the amount of points they've scored. Everybody's quick to point out the interceptions. The fact that they have, have, you know, after that Detroit game, I think it's 36 points a game, despite the interceptions. That tells you how good they are offensively if they don't turn the ball over, if they don't drop passes to interceptions, if they don't uh, run bad routes into interceptions. This team would would have been scoring 40 points a game. Think about that. And and but that gets overlooked. And and I understand the the turnovers. They're they're huge, and especially when you're going to be playing better teams. Uh, but that hasn't stopped them yet. They, they've been that good offensively. That's why, you know, what you hate to see is having to make changes on that offensive line because that offensive line. Without Tyron Smith, by the way, has been awfully, awfully good. You know, and I remember when, um, you know, Jerry was saying, well, yeah, we get Tyron back in mid-December, and everybody's like rolling their eyes. He's not coming back. He had surgery to repair a torn tendon off the, hamstr- the hamstring to the knee or whatever it was. And now here he's back, and it's a godsend because now they got him at right tackle because they lost Terrence Steele. Uh, If they hadn't lost Terrence Steele uh, and they lost Biotis, it would have been very simple, right? Tyron Smith goes plays left tackle, McGovern goes plays center, and Tyler Smith goes in and plays left guard. But that ain't the situation they're facing right now.
1: Okay, when you look at the commander's practice report, you touched on it yesterday before yesterday's practice report came out. It got worse, didn't it? Well, yeah, and so there were— How many DNPs the first day? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so 11 DNPs. And then on Thursday, they added another one due to illness, Nathan Gary. But how many are you counting up there? So they've
2: got 10, and they put one of the guys that DNP'd. uh, Antonio Gibson on IR. On IR. And then Montez Sweat went to full. Okay. And I was talking on the radio with – uh, Kevin uh, from DC, and he said he said that the, these these injuries they're legitimate. They're not so, just so like the so the people.
1: ones who have been uh, did not participate the last two days likely are not going to play in this That's game. That's what he said. Yes. Wait, okay, so running down that list, Jonathan Allen, two-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle. He's it, been out too. I think. Uh, well, he he played 17 snaps last okay. week. All right. So uh, apparently, he got hurt in last week's game Uh, because he didn't have his full number of plays. Jamin Davis, linebacker, is a starter. Cam Curl, safety. Uh, We mentioned Gibson, who didn't play last week on IR now. Uh, Andrew Norwell, starting guard, is out. Brian Robinson. and, And they have not officially declared them out yet, but these are ones who have not practiced this week. Andrew Norwell, starting guard. Brian Robinson, who was the starting running back. Uh, for much of this season after coming back from his gunshot wound in the preseason you mentioned Cornelius Lucas I have not uh, I not haven't there mentioned yet. him I he's have the not
2: starting right tackle
1: Yep he's... he in fact he got hurt last week he had 42 snaps last week so right. he's starting right tackle he's another so there's two starting offensive linemen that they'll be missing in all likelihood and um, now they're down to their third running back with Gibson and Brian Robinson out, and of course, most importantly, they are starting the rookie Sam Howell at quarterback. Right, and one of
2: their starting corners—how uh, do you say it? Is it Juice? Just Saint Just? Benjamin? Saint Juice. Saint Juice is uh, DNP these last couple of days with an ankle. Um, so yeah, I mean,
1: they're kind of beat up. And uh, but Saint Juice didn't play last week so they've been they've been going without him at least he didn't play last week so anyway um and you mentioned one of their uh well oh, Sweat though He was a full participant yesterday okay they uh the handful for the Cowboys though uh as far as the Cowboys offense goes they Duran Payne uh defensive tackle has 11 and a half sacks this season and Montez Sweat, uh, who now is a full participant in practice yesterday, has eight sacks on the season. They also have Chase Young back uh, here the last couple of games. Was that the guy? Was it um, Payne
2: that I peeked in on when you were getting ready to do the uh, Mike McCarthy show with Will McClay? Was that yeah. where I saw the highlights of this guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my.
1: Yeah. He's a monster. Another Alabama guy. Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, their two interior defensive tackles are both from Alabama. And Payne, 11 and a half sacks season, this is his contract year. Oh, So he's about to go on the market. And I mentioned, I said to Will McClay, I said, uh, he picked a good year to have 11-and-a-half sacks. He said. I mean,
2: he was Reggie Whiting those guys yeah. on those highlights, just one arm and mm-hmm. throwing guys to the yeah. side. And the Cowboys are going to be – changing up what they have inside with um, we're assuming Connor mcgovern at center and tyler smith moving back to guard uh yeah that guy's a load so yeah it's not a cakewalk even though they've got all these injuries and they've lost you know they haven't won a game in last four
1: is it is it hard at all from the cowboys perspective um Getting ready to play against a team that is out of it. I mean, oh
2: yes, it, it always is. Don't you remember? And
1: and and because this is the second straight week. Because yeah. Tennessee, they weren't out of it, but they weren't playing. I mean, they weren't playing everybody because nothing, it, that game yeah. did not matter to them right. last week.
2: And 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 think about it. And McCarthy was asked the question that when you're playing a team that has nothing to play for, are they more dangerous and, and are they more aggressive? And he goes, well, he goes. Ron Rivera offensively has always been aggressive. Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, has always been aggressive, and now you you have to look at it. It's a it's a it's a four down series, right? Just go for it on fourth
1: down. You ain't got nothing to lose. Fake punts, squib kicks. All right, here's a here's a trick play. to Look out for. Yeah, if Washington scored, if it's a two point conversion situation, or even a fourth and one, or whatever. Right. Uh, In my research on Sam Howell, okay, when he was at North Carolina in the military bowl. He caught a touchdown pass. Oh, really? The Philly special. The Philly special? The Philly special touchdown pass to Sam Howell. So just keep that in mind on Sunday. I would not at all be surprised if they got into that situation, if they would run the Philly special to Sam Howell. And they're he's probably, it before, and it worked.
2: And they're probably not <laughs> hesitant to use him as a running quarterback, That's right? That's true. I mean, yeah. what have they got to in lose? In the
1: preseason, you look back at his preseason tape, and uh, he ran for a touchdown in one of the preseason games at least one touchdown that i saw and uh, so the cowboys have spent a lot of time this week just studying what he did in the preseason with washington and, this year and, and looking cows. at a lot of north carolina yeah. uh, film
2: whereas bill pointed out the other day he ran for 112 yards 812 yards uh, his last year there and 11 touchdowns right and i was when i was doing a deal and in D.C. this morning, they, they, they pointed out that, the, well, the year before, they had two 1,000-yard rushers, and they moved on, and they were having trouble running the ball. So they just said, okay, Sam, take off. And, and uh, Longo was the offensive coordinator maybe, um get the story right but um, but yeah now you got to worry about a running quarterback and that gives them an extra blocker it gives you another dimension that you have to worry about so yeah you better not go up there and just take this thing for granted because you may all those scenarios don't work unless the Cowboys win
1: Alright, when we come back here on Mixed Shots, Everson has made communication. He has his picks to click, and we'll have ours when we come back in just a moment.
0: We paid how much for those lessons? Shh,
3: she's doing great.
1: Oh yeah,
0: totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh, Oh, look at that, that's not
1: the end.
3: No way, now it's time for the encore.
1: You know what? You're right. Five times, not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar, that's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
3: Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Barn & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor.
1: With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for bailing, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
2: This is How We Country. Country Music's Party of the Year is coming to Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. The Academy of Country Music Awards are always bringing you country music's brightest stars together under one roof. And no one does country like Texas. Witness history on May 11th. Get your tickets at SeatGeek.com. The ACMs.
1: Okay, we get you ready for Dallas and Washington. And uh, you know what the commanders are doing? They pick this game for this opportunity to retire a jersey. Sonny Jurgensen's number 9 will be retired on Sunday as the Cowboys come to town on Rivalry Weekend. Did you write about Sonny Jurgensen in your book? I'm sure we did. Um, Pro Football Hall of Famer, five-time Pro Bowler, one of the 170 people in the Washington Ring of Fame. But I'm sure yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I'm sure uh, my cohorts in
1: writing the book took care of the Sonny Jurgensen angle. 18 seasons in the NFL, 11 as the quarterback in Washington, Sonny Jurgensen. A longtime member of their broadcast I was going to say, he's not still time. doing radio, is he? I'm not
2: sure what's what's going on with the legend Sonny Jordan. Because he had been –
1: I wonder if they list that in their media thing here. I'm not sure. But anyway, that's what's going to go on in addition to the game I on think Sunday. He, I think it,
2: it says here the host of the radio network is Julie Donaldson. Play-by-play is – Bram Weinstein, and analyst is London Fletcher. So you got a host, a play-by-play, and an analyst. How does that work? That's on their radio
1: broadcast. That's what it says right okay. here. Okay, right. this is the first time we've ever run down the. But it'll be the number radio one, team. The number one to get you uh, ready for the game. The
2: number one broadcast f- crew right.
1: for Fox. Since we brought up Sonny Jurgensen, yes. and the number nine. Let me just go ahead and kick off the picks to click then <laughs> should i do that yeah okay. go ahead everson accused me of using gimmicks for my picks right. to click so here's day. the newest so one here's my gimmick this week number nine my pick to click it's time it's turpentine. time <laughs> it's time for cavante to take one to the house don't you think he's a pro bowl kick returner that's right right, right. if you're a pro bowl kick returner you take one to the house right and he did it in the preseason, not once, but twice in one game. So as Washington retires the number nine, the Cowboys number nine, Cavante Turpin, not once, but twice takes it to the house. And in honor of his alma mater, his TCU. alma mater, TCU playing in the national championship game on Monday. In the same stadium that Cavante Turpin had a punt return and a kickoff return for a touchdown in the preseason playing for the Dallas Cowboys. I like it. So there it is. Good I wish Jefferson was here for my gimmicky pick this week. But you wait until it comes true on Sunday and you can replay this.
2: I wrote down my score and my pick for
1: click, and I can't find it, but I remember. You have what to regard, the, rely on memory there. Yeah. All right, we'll give you time to think of yeah, it. Yeah, what's, uh, uh, what's, what's everything? So then, well, out. I didn't give my score. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to use a nine again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you fill up your lawnmower this week? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't have to mow the lawn this time of the year, young producer I'm Supreme. Just asking. Um, but along those lines, I'm gonna go with a lower scoring game than normal, okay, for this cowboys team in the second half of the season. The cowboys win by nine, nineteen to ten. Why don't you just pick nineteen to nine okay i'll go I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Because they
0: okay. you know, wouldn't win by nine. They wouldn't, wouldn't win by, by nine. I know, they,
2: but they win by nine, ten. But you'd have two
1: <laughs> nines in the score. I'm going nineteen to ten, Cowboys. Okay. It's going to be a pretty boring game, uh, but the Cowboys. I haven't decided whether it's four field goals or what, but nineteen to ten is the final score. All right. So
2: uh, I remember what I did.
1: Um, well, it's, if 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 uh, now that I think about it, if Cavante's going to have a punt return and a kickoff return for a touchdown, you need more they than nineteen points. No, they ain't kicking four field goals then. So that's the only scoring that's going to come on special teams. All He's right, mixing a safety in there. So as I always do
2: when I wake up on Friday morning, the first numbers that come to mind. That's what I don't sit there and go, okay, if this, this, and this. So my numbers this morning that came to me, sort of like picking lottery numbers. Uh-huh. That's
1: worked so well for yes, you in the past. Yes, it has.
2: <laughs> I was close last week. Um, Cowboys will win 30-13. to 13, And my pick to click will be C.D. Lamb. He needs nine catches to tie Michael Irvin's single season mm. uh, record for receptions in a year, and he's got 102. He's got to get to 111. He's going to get his—
1: How many did Witten have, 109?
2: uh, One one year? Witten had—I believe so. So Michael Irvin established that in 1995. Which was a very good year. Yes, absolutely. So we keep going back to 95, Mm -hmm. right, for all these different records— that uh, we uh, are talking about. Matter of fact, Ezekiel Elliott was, was gaining on Emmett's 11 straight games with a touchdown that happened in 1995. Uh, if he gets uh, one more, I think he gets to nine, I wanna say. Oh no, he has nine. He would get to uh, 10, which would come up one short of Emmitt Smith's record that he set. Can we Again, include postseason on it? I don't think that counts. Okay. 1995, which also is the last year they uh, had won consecutive 12-win uh, seasons. Actually, it was, uh, yeah, 93, 94, 95, they had won 12, 12, and 12. So that's my my pick-to-click and my score.
1: All right. And Everson has Cowboys winning 35-21. to And guess who he picks as his pick-to-click? Just give a wild guess. Kevontae Turpin. No. No. What position did he play? Trayvon Diggs? Yes. Oh, okay. Trayvon Diggs. He, he didn't pick Deron he, Bland? He mailed in this pick. He mailed it in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I figured Devon, D- Deron Bland leads the team with five interceptions. Uh, well, well,
1: Diggs is due. Yes, he is. He's due for a well. Peak.
2: He dropped his due this last game, right? Well, he might. You think a rookie quarterback's going to throw his way? Nah, I doubt it. I doubt it too. So he should have picked Duron Bland. That's right. Or whoever they choose to the next try at uh, that cornerback. You're, you're
1: big on this Trayvon Mullen. Well, you're we'll see. Mullen's going to get some
2: or, time. You know what? The other one I've realized that had they hadn't really checked out is Sheffield also. Hmm. Um, so, maybe one of those, because McCarthy said that they've got different combinations they need to work on. Because it doesn't sound like going into the playoffs, they're settled on what they're going to do with that third corner. And those two guys are. That's the unsettling.
1: Two. That is unsettling that you aren't settled on what you're going to do with a third cornerback a week away from the playoffs.
2: Yeah, no, that's why they got to play this game. You know, they need to see. Same by thing Sunday, on the- will you
1: figure out what Sheffield's first name is? I, I, I forget it all the time. It's Ke- Kendall. 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 See, I, I had it. Well, I'm bragging. I had to look it up. I
2: <laughs> and the only reason I remember Trayvon Mullen is because he spells Trey with T R A Y, as right? opposed to Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, right? So they got to settle that. And what happens? They got to be sure they're right on McGovern playing center if. Biotis is not ready for the playoffs, and then who plays left tackle. Is Farniok going to be up? Uh, I think it's going to be close, yeah. Um, but if he's not, um, they got to sign somebody to the 53-man roster,
1: right? Could be a big weekend for Brock Hoffman. Or Shepley. Whoever, Dakota
2: Shepley. Whoever
1: played that position the Are best. Are you looking forward? Well, we, we, you do not want to see Dakota snapping the ball to Dakota. Oh, very cute! Right. All right. And by the way, speaking of Dakota, yes, North Dakota State plays yes. South Dakota State in a national championship game just up the tollway here in Why Frisco Why don't they just tomorrow? play
2: it there somewhere? Because it's.
1: Have you ever been to uh, to either of the Dakotas this time of the year? Well, th- and and North Dakota State, this is their home away from home. They yes. come in here
2: about every year for the last. Decade. I haven't seen them show up yet. It's this. It's, it's this, Saturday. It's tomorrow. Because right? normally they have their yep. alumni groups, one of them, mm-hmm. doing something here at the at the Star. Maybe it's tonight they have their party. Or it's become such old hat they right. don't come down here anymore. But That's funny. They both got to come from that yep. far away. North Dakota away.
1: State versus South Dakota State. Well,
2: hopefully we have some uh, – you know, reception, receptive weather for them getting out of the Dakotas. That's right.
1: All right, looks that way anyway. All okay. right, enjoy your um,
2: Cowboys, Washingtons. See, that's why it's got to be the. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're the Commanders. I
1: can't. It's I just Cowboys Commanders. Major Tutty. I, I have Cowboys had, versus Commanders rolls off the tongue. No, no. it does not. Oh,
2: it doesn't? I'm sorry. Okay, and I think they've got a new mascot or something.
0: Yeah, Major Tutty.
2: Major who? Tutty. You want to explain that? A tutty? Yeah.
0: Mick, you need to get on social media, buddy. Well, that's why I stay off (laughs) of it. Tutty is a a slang word for touchdown. I got a tutty. A tutty? Is a touchdown. Like a natty? Yes. It's called a tutty. Mm. Like, I got two tutties. Okay. All
2: right. That's it for today.
0: All right, and um, gosh, I am old Mick, and I know that.
1: Well, I am older, and I don't know it. And we'll be back on Monday to give you a playoff preview. We'll know who the Cowboys are playing, and the well, no, we won't because they'll get the first round by, and we won't know who they're playing in their Ooh. first playoff game two weeks away. All right, we'll shout at you again on Monday.